Welcome to The Healer's Nest, a podcast for mothers who are empaths, entrepreneurs, and on a path to spiritual and personal growth. Your host, Sayer Elizabeth, is a fitness and spiritual life coach, energy healer, and also a workshop and retreat facilitator for mothers who work from home or in the marketplace. In each episode of The Healer's Nest podcast, you will gain inspiration through storytelling from Sayer Elizabeth or from special guests from all walks of life. Ideas to shift your perspective to allow more divine good into your life and release what is no longer serving you. And spiritual and physical techniques and practices to assist you in your healing and to live in your authentic truth. Without further ado, let's open our heart and mind, take what moves and resonates within, and welcome our host, Sayer Elizabeth of the Healer's Nest podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Healer's Nest podcast. My name is Sarah Elizabeth, your podcast host, your friend, your mentor, your sister, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Thank you for tuning in and listening to your inner knowing to tune into this podcast. Thank you for making me a part of your daily drive, your shower time, your chore time, or just to simply relax and be open to learning something different. So listen, I've been wanting to bring the thunder on this podcast for a little while now. And what I mean by that is I really want to teach you something or share something with you from the heart from a spiritual aspect. And I'm gonna be honest with you, it is extremely hard for me to put into words of the definition and the experiences and the lessons of spirituality. I mean, it is so very vast. There are so many beliefs, there's so many religions, there's so many tools and practices meant to serve you to your highest good so you can live from a place of wholesomeness. And I'm able to gather my thoughts a little bit more because I have recommitted to my spiritual practice. I'm going four months strong. What, what? And it's easier for me to, I guess, navigate and anchor the energies in a way to share them with you. But first, I have to write them down. You know what I'm saying? And I am currently working on a Reiki level one attunement. And I'm going to be sharing with you a section from the material that I have co-written with the Reiki energy. And If you're new to this podcast, uh, first and foremost, I am here to just share my perspective of healing, spirituality, and tools that have helped me heal my childhood trauma and really step into my divine purpose while I'm here on this earth. 
I'm not here to encourage you to think a certain way or influence you. That's the big word. I'm not here to influence you. I'm just here to share and I know that I'm not the only one in my thoughts and I know for a fact that someone listening to this podcast, they have the same ideas that I do and they need confirmation that you are right, your spirit is right. I'm not here to tell you who to believe in or what to believe in because that's just not my job. At the end of the day, we all believe in something bigger and grander than ourselves, and it's all interconnected. We just give that power a different name. And if you are not familiar with Reiki, Reiki is a universal life force energy that lives within you and every single body and it is sent from the above and in reality the above powers at B has installed this beautiful technology within us and most of the time without having awareness it becomes dormant And when you unlock that Reiki energy inside of you, what begins to happen is that you are tapping into your healing power. That's how I define Reiki. Reiki is a healing power to heal our bodies and to heal our energy. And I've been a Reiki master for about uh, a couple years now. I've been practicing for a couple years and I'm starting to step into my role as a master And a master to me is teaching others how to do for themselves and giving them the path to become stronger in their Reiki abilities. So if this is something that totally tickles your fancy, I created a five or six video series that is on my TikTok, Instagram, and I'm fixing to upload it to YouTube on how to use the Reiki energy to heal your body for free. I will create a tab on my Instagram so you can access it a little bit easier. And all the links will be in the description box. If you are losing faith, if you are battling with a dis-ease or a situation that is just not okay right now first and foremost be grateful for it because every breakdown leads to a massive breakthrough and just know that spirit of your own understanding has installed a powerful gift inside of you and all you got to do is connect with it and use it and it's so easy so so easy and uh, you can check that out more on my social media outlets so yeah i'm so excited about sharing this with you i also want to preface preface another thing um and this is from my own divine truth and from my own intention 
first let's state my intention so we're all clear here my intention is to be used by the highest good of god himself and my second intention is to allow that energy to flow through me and to be authentically me first and foremost is to be authentically me and allow the spirit just to communicate how he wishes to communicate and how he communicates to me is through a masculine voice through a masculine energy who i know as god i am a huge believer of god and sometimes he's interchangeable for me uh, meaning that he bounces between god and the universe so however you define spirit it is all of the same thing as long as it is supporting you not harming yourself or others and it shares the concept of unconditional love so this episode will be talking about from my experience my teachings and from my own heart of what spiritual energy is. And I'm really excited about sharing this because um, I am so in depth and enthralled with just knowing um, and just experiencing what that really means. And once you find that meaning, the next step is to heal all the barriers that block you from that meaning and then embodying that meaning. So um, a lot of you may know that I've been on a PMDD enlightenment and what that discourse taught me was that I need to embody the truth of who I am. And yesterday I was waking up and I think and I pray and I feel things out and for the first time in my life I feel like the truth of who I am and that is feeling whole I feel whole and it's because I've been really embodying the healing powers of Reiki and that Reiki energy has been really supporting me so I'm really excited about sharing this podcast with you and also teaching others how to become powerful in their own right using the Reiki energy. So before we get started, let's just make some space and become open to what may come through. So let's begin by taking a deep breath through your nose holding that breath and just relaxing into your body and exhaling out through your mouth. Good job. Let's do that one more time. Inhale through the nose. And exhale out through the mouth. And we're just going to ask to make space in our bodies to receive what is meant for us, what is good for us. And what resonates to us and just leaving the rest behind we don't have to figure out the parts that we don't understand because what we don't understand is not meant to be understood right now 
So I would like to begin this podcast by sharing three journal prompts with you. Haha, yes, this is engagement equals embodiment. And you can answer these questions first briefly in your mind or jot them down on your phone or in your journal if you're not driving heavy machinery. The first question is to you, what is spiritual energy? How do you, how do you define sense feel and experience that energy? And then the last question is, how do you define sense and experience your higher power? You can breathe into this and just allow spirit to speak through you. And this can be through feeling, seeing, or hearing. And long as it's not harmful to you or to anyone else, what is coming through you, that is the truth. In this podcast episode, I'm going to define and share what energy is. Energy that resides in your body and the energy that creates us. And if you are a seeker, again, I am going to encourage you to sit with your own spirit, with your own higher power, and with your own universal life force, which is also known as Reiki, Chi, to define and seek clarity of what that energy is and what it means to you. The best way I can begin sharing what energy is, is to share an experience that I had sitting in a medicine circle. And I was in Amsterdam for the first time with a whole bunch of strangers and only one of them spoke English, by the way. That's because I didn't know this woman from Adam and just messaged her and I was like, hey, I know you don't know me, but do you want to go drink some ayahuasca? (laughs) And she's like, yeah. So we both hopped into the car and drove to Amsterdam. And after two hours of consuming this medicine and working through some things that was blocking the medicine, which in reality, I realized how much I was blocking spirit in my life. I remember sitting there and looking at this black sky and my eyes was closed and it was just like this black vortex, this black energy just swirling beautifully not too fast not too slow it's just in perfect synchronicity and within that vortex was just these specks of white dots or stars or energetic matter and once this vision became clearer and clearer i began to ask what is this that I'm looking at? 
and I heard this voice loud and clear and I'm very familiar with this voice because I've heard this voice so many times without knowing who he was and he replied I am God and in astonishment I was shocked I was like what you're God why where's your face you don't have a face and he said you must be referring to my son Jesus he is a, a he is a reflection of me just like you are a reflection of me and he continued to say that God is not a person in the sky governing things on earth he's not sitting on his throne in white and gold robes with blonde hair and pale skin he is not those things he is a energy a constant flow of pure energy that breathes life into everyone and to and into everything and to me that energy of who God is a lot of people know this energy as God as the infinite intelligence as the universe Hare Krishna this energy has different names because this energy breathes life forms into everything and to everyone. Take a deep breath in and exhale out. That is the breath of the Holy Spirit. That is the breath of energy also known as pranayama your breath which is an extension of the holy spirit of god of the universe it is a life force that gives birth to all that is and all that will be including you From my exploration, from my experience, from my teachings and readings from the masters, including the Bible, God says that we are a extension of God, which is a mega life force energy that creates life on earth. His energy grants us a spirit which is a form of energy that allows us to live. He gives us breath to generate energy to stay alive and to give birth to other spirits and to creative ideas that will uphold and uplift the collective consciousness of love and light. Spirit created us in his own likeness, therefore designed our breath to be energized, to be used to energize the body so we can stay alive. So we have this beautiful grand energy in the sky that governs pure, conscious, divine 
healing, life-giving energy. And we are an extension of that. And that energy, that presence, God, Krishna, universe, that is who we are because he instilled that within us. The Holy Spirit consciously constructed our bodies with components such as the chakras, the meridians, and internal organs, which are all energy centers and wires so we can physically, mentally, and spiritually be well so we can vibrate at a higher frequency or at a higher energy. Now, I just want to take a pause and share that Uh, a little bit more in depth and kind of like correct the needle of quote unquote vibrating at a higher energy. You may have said this yourself. How can I vibrate at a higher energy? Or you may have heard other people on social media or in your clique that say, well, I'm vibrating at a higher energy. Uh, or how can I vibrate at a higher energy? And I want to share with you what I've learned uh, on this path and kind of say that we are getting that idea all wrong, kind of sort of. I don't want to say that it's wrong, but I will say that it is a for sure misunderstanding. It is a huge understanding. Listen, if we are trying to chase a higher vibration, a higher energy. Um, I know from what I've witnessed and what I have experienced, when we reach that higher frequency, our bodies does not know how to properly and organically sustain and operate at that frequency. What begins to happen when we chase higher frequencies, we become uh, spaced out. We have anxiety. We are exhausted by the time we come down from that uh, high energetic state. And we are more worn out than we were before. And what this does is the ego comes in. The ego is a separation from God, from source, from our breath. And he or she comes in and says, well, there's something wrong with you because you can't can't stay at this high frequency. And we believe it because we felt the anxiety. We felt the uncertainty. We felt the, you know, the rush. And because we have experienced those things, we believe them and we believe the lie. And then we slip down a slippery slope of depression and not feeling worthy in all of those things. You understand what I'm saying? So the goal is not to vibrate at a higher frequency. The goal is to remove the barriers so we can operate at a frequency that is in resonance with where we are at right now. 
God's just not going to give us all this power all at once because we showed up to the mat like maybe for 40 days and we just, you know, go out there and trailblaze the world. It's not going to do that. And it's not going to do that for so many reasons. We don't know what we're doing. The ego comes in and so we get sidetracked and we think we're better than everyone else and we're judging and things of that nature. And sometimes spirit does give us all that information or all of that energy so he can teach us slow and steady wins the race. You see what I'm saying? So the goal is not to vibrate at a higher energy or to stay at a high vibration, especially if you're an empath, especially if you're a highly sensitive person, because from my understanding of a highly sensitive person just means that their nervous system is way more sensitive than anybody else's, especially if you grew up in a traumatic household like I did. Your nervous system is whacked out. So if your nervous system is whacked out, you're going to be whacked out. And we just find ourselves in this spot, downward spiral. You know what I'm saying? So if you have ever caught yourself saying, oh, how can I vibrate at higher energy? I want to stay at a higher vibration. Understand that... The truth is, at least for me, is to vibrate at the frequency that God has given me. And when I have shown myself, which is showing God that I am responsible and embodied this energy, then that frequency dials up a few more notches. And when it's brand new to me, I'm not freaking out and going on Instagram and sharing with the world. I'm vibrating at a higher frequency, guys. I am closing the doors. I'm shutting off social media and I'm getting to know this energy. What am I supposed to do with this energy? How can I embody this energy? And once it has fully integrate it I don't have to say shit to be honest with you because my energy speaks louder than words you may resonate with this you change your foods you try a new supplement or you commit to your yoga practice which by the way is not a physical show and tell dog and pony show that's a whole nother conversation. When you commit to those things and you feel good, you feel that natural energy that you are meant to vibrate at, people come to you. Oh my gosh, you look so radiant. What are you doing? You see what I'm saying? You don't have to announce to the world that you're the most powerful being in the planet. We can feel it. And the ones who do claim that they are the most powerful beings in the world, in my opinion, um, boo-boo. I don't, I don't know about everybody else, but I can, I can feel that. And you need to go back to your mat because energy is felt. You don't have to say nothing. You don't have to say nothing. 
So everything that you experience in life gives off energy. Everything, your cell phone, your foods, sound, crystals, nature, the sun, moon, planets, other people that you surround yourself with, movies, it all affects you first energetically. As a Reiki master and as a student to Reiki and by embodying this, I have learned that everything takes place in the spiritual realm. It first manifests in the spiritual realm and the spiritual realm is a form of energy. Therefore, it is taking place energetically. Have you ever felt something that was going to happen? You felt something was going to happen. You felt sure of it. And then it came true. That's because you felt it energetically first. When we heal and take care of our energy through Reiki, through breath work, through yoga, through a static dance, through journaling, through crystals, what you are doing is you are aligning with God or with your higher power of your own understanding and that energy is within you. It's not outside of your body. It's not the things that you do or you see. It is the things that you are and being and that is installed in you this spirit god the reiki energy is within giving you all the tools and wisdom to create heaven on earth So there's different ways that you can read this energy. And I would like you to think about some of the things that you have experienced and say, oh, that's what this is. Because guess what? You are an extension of God. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that, but I'm going to say it all the time because We have forgotten. I forget. I know when I was laying in bed wishing I can just end my life because I'm this spiritual teacher and I just published a book and um, my uterus felt like it was going to fall out and everything was too much. In those moments, I have forgotten who I was. And if it wasn't for God inside of me telling me that you are the light, you are powerful, you can heal your body. It is time for you to step up. I don't think I would be here right now, yo. And I'm being 100% real with you. And I tell that to people all the time. They're like, well, destiny. And if it was meant to be, it was meant to be, oh, homegirl, it was going to be. You hear me? Because... Um, In my ego state, I am weak as F. You hear me? I don't tolerate 
pain so well. And we'll get into that later on. But it was a trauma response, long story short. Anyway, if I didn't have... If I didn't have that whisper of telling me that you are the light, you can do this, you can heal, it wouldn't end well. And in that moment, it was because I forgot. I've forgotten who I was, just like everybody else does, especially when we're in that deep, dark tunnel of WTF, you know? So... Uh, I lost my train of thought with that, uh, which was pay attention to some of the experiences that you have experienced in your life and just know that it's not by coincidence. It's not by sheer luck. It is because of what resides inside of you and who you are. And that piece of matter that resides inside of you, it is highly intelligent and intuitive and trying to communicate with you. And this is how the energy tries to communicate with you. When you are in your natural energy, when you are in alignment and operating in residence with its natural state, your energy then puts off a vibration. And that vibration then creates what is called a auric field. And there's many layers to this auric field. And if you would like to learn more, I would love to encourage you to follow me on social media. Send me a message and say, I want to learn more of what you are sharing because it is all in the Reiki level one attunement masterclass, which by the way, is all about you. We're focusing strictly on you. If you work with other teachers or masters attuning you to Reiki, you're learning how to heal yourself and you're learning how to heal others. Well, what do we naturally do when we are traumatized and, um, wounded war uh yeah wounded healers and uh empaths we have this desire to help everyone else and not ourselves and from experience that's what happened to me and that's what i'm witnessing everyone else do they skip themselves and start working on everyone else and yeah that feels good that's powerful however if you do not want to lay in bed for a year and a half, <laughs> this masterclass, I will only be focusing on you and your energy only. So if you want to learn more, you know how to do that. So there is a, uh, your energy puts off a vibration and your vibration is a auric field. Your auric field is made up of, uh, I want to say, 10 energetic bodies. And each of these bodies represent a certain thing. Um, one of them is your manifesting power. One of them is your, you know, your governs your health. One governs your protection. They all mean different things, right? And this is just not with your body. It's with every single body on the planet and everything puts off a auric 
field. Uh, you can uh, see it in music. You can see it in other people. You can see it in um, crystals. Like you can see, you can see, feel, sense the energies, the auras that everything produces. So when you can feel, see, sense, um, or imagine, no, I'm gonna, not going to say imagine, when you can see, sense, hear, energy, they are known as the five spiritual gifts. So there's five spiritual gifts that everyone has to read, hear, feel, and see energy and even smell energy. And um, it's important that we are aware of these gifts because, you know, I'm speaking like I'm, I'm sharing this information from a teacher's format, but it's from everything. So when I'm sharing this material that I'm sharing with you right now, it's referring to the Reiki energy. Because when you sit down and give yourself a Reiki treatment, um, you're able to sense, feel, see, smell, hear what needs healing within the body. Well, I'm teaching from that perspective, but also it's just not on in your Reiki practice. It's in everything when you go out in life. Again, think about some of the things that you have experienced um, and how spirit has been, you know, communicating with you. And spirit can communicate with us in many different ways. So the first spiritual gift is when people can see auras and energy, and these people have the spiritual gift of sight, which means that they are clairvoyant. In your Reiki sessions, you may see flashes of energy that come in colors. You may see other people's auras, or you can... um, see things that other people can't see and those things are spirits if you can see things and nobody else can see them yet that means that you are clairvoyant the other spiritual gift is called the gift of clairsentient sense, which is clear feeling. Like you just have this gut feeling that something is going to happen. That is called clear feeling. I know when I do Reiki sessions on people, I can feel where the block is in their body or I can feel the pain. And mostly in women, I can feel um, their root chakra and their sacral chakra the most. And and it is very common for women to be blocked in that area for so many reasons. Um, But I can feel, and I'm also an empath. And I was, while, while I was writing this material, I got to thinking and asking questions and I have to pump the brakes sometimes because I will 
go off on a tangent with spirit and Google. But clairsentience means clear feeling, right? Well, there is also the definition of an empath. And I, I think, based off my experience, clairsentience and empath somehow got uh, mistranslated. Do you see what I'm saying? Empaths are highly sensitive people that can feel the energy of everything. And I feel like most empaths are um, born different because of their um, nervous system. And they were either born that way or they were uh, conditioned that way. And when I say conditioned, I mean they grew up in a traumatic household or they had a, uh, a very severe traumatic experience in their life and their nervous system never came back into residence. Does that make sense? So when we call ourselves empaths, that means that Yes, we can feel everything, but our nervous system needs to be nourished and replenished. And if we don't have that understanding of that sensitivity, now I think now that I'm thinking about it, we are conditioned to fix everything and to fix everyone because we don't want them to experience the pain that we have experienced. And um, we are also trying to please somebody by helping somebody so they can feel good about themselves while noticing the wholeness and purity of who we are too. And to me, that is a trauma response. And when we don't have that information, everybody, everybody can absorb that energy, especially an empath who doesn't have that awareness and we just take it in and we get sick. We get sick. So what do you think? What do you think? Clairsentience versus empath. They're both feeling gifts. Um, yeah, I try not to go down this road, but my brain is just spitting right now. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, the next spiritual gift is called clear cognizance. Okay. And this is a fun gift, in my opinion, because you get spiritual downloads of things to do to heal yourself and to help yourself and to also help others. I was asking a client the other day, um, we did a yoga session together and I asked her the other day saying that you may be experiencing what muggles called soreness. 
However, this is a opportunity to come into those areas in your body that is yearning for you to communicate with them. And what are what is your body trying to tell you? What ancient wisdom does your body have in store for you today? And Claire cognitively, she received, she heard um, that she needs more water and she needs to rest. So Claire cognizance, you can get instructions on what to eat to heal, to manifest, and um, to manifest. You know, it's it's powerful gift, powerful gift. Trying to stay on track here, but Claire. Uh, cognizance is a uh, clear knowing you just know things okay the next gift is clear audience and that means you hear it so I believe those two gifts go hand in hand which by the way um, we have all of these gifts inside of us one is stronger than the other but as you can see, they all work together. So claircognizance, you receive the downloads and with clairaudience, you hear the instructions. All right. The last way that you can read energy is through clairalliance. And that means that you can smell energy. There was one time I was doing a Reiki session on myself and my intuition, the Reiki was telling me that I need cinnamon and peppermint to heal the um, hormonal imbalances in my body. And out of nowhere, I smelt peppermint. I smelt peppermint. I know other um, guides and intuitive readers, when they do intuitive sessions, they can smell, um, they can smell certain smells. And I th what's coming through for me uh, right now is my guides are saying those are mediums. So mediums, um, they communicate with the other side, uh, which is often the dead. And when they're sitting down doing a mediumship for a person, um, the person on the other side gives them smells um, to help the uh, person getting the reading confirm that this is them. So people send smells to the other side to be like, yo, yeah, this is real, this is me. And you know, it's, it's a confirmation, it's a healing, and sometimes it's an ingredient. So those are the different types of ways um, that you can read energy. You can hear, feel, sense, and see energy. All of us can. All of us can. So I'm really excited about sharing this part with you. Um, and let me know. Please let me know by leaving a five-star review on this podcast and telling people that yo this episode was like the dopest episode that you've ever heard or you can come into my inbox on instagram the healer's nest 
and you can ask questions and I'll leave you a little voice message and all that stuff. By leaving a five-star review, it helps me, helps you, and helps other people find this podcast because there's people looking for the content that I'm sharing. So as a thank you, I'm going to send you so much blessings and abundance over your life. All right, let's finish up. So there are different types of energy that lives in the body and I'm solely focusing on the body okay and these different types of energy that resides in the body is feelings and emotions positive energy uh, kundalini energy which can be translated to sexual energy depending on what's going on and masculine and feminine energy these are the top energies in my opinion based off my experience and sitting in medicine circles and sitting with clients um, these are the most energies that come up um, that I've been working with all right so first we're going to focus on feelings and emotions emotions are energy that is produced by the body and the byproduct of that energy is feelings when we feel a certain way we are then putting off an energy hence a vibration out into the ether emotions are energy in motion and it is used to communicate to us by telling or guiding us by feeling that emotion. A lot of people are afraid to feel their emotions because they were taught by religion or taught by parents or caretakers, family members, that feeling in their emotions or feeling their feelings are bad or they make us look weak. In reality, that is very, very far from the truth. God, which is a spiritual energy that lives within all of us, uses our emotions to communicate to us what is or what is not in alignment to our highest truth to learn certain karmic lessons while we're here on this earth or to pay attention to what is and not in residence within the body. I believe that, well, let's just read what I have written down here. <laughs> what I believe that got lost in translation is our perceptions of what we are feeling. And here's what I mean by that. When we experience anger, we perceive anger as a negative emotion. And this could be caused by what we witnessed in this lifetime by our family or parents or other people. You have, may have witnessed someone misuse their anger, which in reality, they're misusing their energy by acting out in violence and causing harm to you 
or to other people. When we have experienced that, that energy that they did not properly handle then comes to you. And you, being an energetic being, absorbed that mishandling of anger. Therefore, it instilled fear in you. The fear of feeling anger or the fear of being angry and not knowing if you're going to be able to constructively handle that emotion. Because when we experience anger, we either want to cuss somebody out or hit them in the face. And that is not a uh, greatest and highest use of anger. So this ingrains a misperception of anger and it also keeps us from feeling the energy of, of anger. Anger is such a beautiful emotion to experience. It gives us power to honor ourselves or to stand up to what is fair and right for everyone on this planet. So I want to talk a little bit more about that from the heart, uh, especially pertaining around anger, because I know it's something that I have experienced and still working through. I'm still working through that. Um, if I'm being 100% transparent and I'm speaking from a place of a woman just like you healing from childhood trauma, I either, I feel anger all the time. I'm angry at my parents. I'm angry for no apparent reason. Like it's just an energy that I'm constantly moving out of my body. But when I'm justifiably angry, meaning I have every right to be angry, then I don't express that anger because I don't know what I'm going to do. I really, really don't know. And I'm not that violent, but don't try me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just being, just being really transparent. And so on my experience, I am learning how to navigate through that. You know, those are one of the emotions that I'm really trying to learn how to navigate through. And all I have came up with so far is the information that I have shared with you and that we're being, uh, we have not been taught how to cope with our emotions. We have been taught to fear our emotions. And when we are not taught how to cope with our emotions, such as taking a breath, stepping away, um, not saying anything and saying, you know what, I'm experiencing anger right now. I need a couple, for me, days to process this. I need to step away. When we don't have tools like that, it's... Um, how do we know? You know, how do we know? 
we're all misguided, we're all miseducated, and we're all misunderstood to an extent. So when we don't have those coping mechanisms, those healing mechanisms, I don't want to cope with life. I want to lead my life with healing energies and blessing energies. When we don't have that wisdom, two things happen. One, we pass that energy off to other people. And then two, we absorb that energy and we hold it in our body if we are the recipient of that, right? Or we we don't have the information how to use anger and we know that hitting people in the face is bad, so we don't do that. We sit down, lock up, shut up, and hold that anger in our body right and I know for me that's why I got sick I had still kind of do have a lot of anger built up so that's why myself and other creators excuse me and healers are putting this information out there so we can learn how to function as a society without saying you're a bad person or you're a narcissist or you're this and you're that or you made me angry and holding on to that anger or projecting that anger whatever the case may be I mean there's so many freaking scenarios yo you know what I'm saying so we're that's why I share this information so clarity can come through so inspiration can come through so reflection can come through and so we can have tap into that power and ask God or ask the Reiki energy to transmute this anger, to teach us what this anger is. Because believe it or not, people, even if you're like the most spiritualist, holiest, whatever, you know, you identify is, you're still going to experience the emotion of anger. Okay, and anyone that says I don't get angry, I raise my hand over here because I say that all the time when in reality I do, but I'm working on that. When um, that, then what are you learning? If you are not angry, then what the fuck are you learning? God uses anger to teach us. And to guide us to what we want and what we don't want. All right. So there you go. (laughs) So in my opinion, and I think we already talked a little bit more about this, but let's just embody it some more. Let's explore this some more. In my opinion, I believe Sarah Elizabeth does not believe in negative energy in a person. I believe there is no such thing as a negative energy in the other human forms. Now, there is a misuse, a misperception, and a misunderstanding of energy in the form of emotions that a person produces, which is feelings. I know from my yoga practice and from my teachings that God doesn't make mistakes in anybody or in anyone, 
Okay? God is a positive energy. God is a loving energy. And so when a person is an extension of God, all they have flowing through them is positive energy. So how can I say that that person is negative? That's my own perception. That's a misperception. That is choosing the light and the darkness. Because when you walk this path, you have to choose one. You have to stay there. You can't say all people are an extension of God and say that person has negative energy. Now, they, now in my opinion, instead of saying that they are negative, I can say they're growing through something right now. I can say that they're having a misunderstanding. I can say that they're having a hard time. And I can also say that they are not in alignment with me right now. And I am doing my damnness to break the habit to say that that person is negative. Because I don't believe that. I don't believe that. My yoga teacher, Michelle, from my vinyasa practice, has ingrained in us that it's just a misunderstanding. It's just a misunderstanding. A lot of people are growing through a lot of misunderstanding right now. And by me saying that that person has negative energy, I'm dissing God. I'm dissing their light. And I'm judging. And unconsciously, I'm lowering myself to that energetic state where they're at because I'm judging them for being negative. You feel me? You know, so... I will say, though, in the spiritual realm, oh, yeah, there's negative energy, baby. There's lots of it. Ever heard of the underworld? Don't suggest it, by the way. (laughs) Don't suggest it. Um, Yes, in the spiritual realm, there are negative entities. There is negative energy. And in my opinion, and this might be going way too deep and beyond, but let's just finish this sentence. When a person does bad things, when a person experiences like really negative uh, actions, um, it's either A, well, no, let's take that back. If they're like doing something crucial, like, I don't know, hitting babies or killing people or demonic to me that is a negative spirit that attached to that person because let's let's go a little bit deeper here when you become the when you are made in the light Okay, when you're made in the lightness, you have this radiance, you have this light. When you devote yourself to magnifying and amplifying this light, you become nice and shiny and bright. And what happens is negative entities attract to that light so they can suck from that auric field and get their energy to keep doing the BS that they keep constantly doing. 
Now, that's just me and based off the work that I've done so far in this lifetime, but I strongly believe that um, a person is always positive, that they're just going through a, a misunderstanding, and I have the free will to choose to participate or not in love and light. And there is negative energy in the spiritual realm that does attach to people and wreaks havoc on them. So to conclude with that, when we're working or, yeah, when we're working and we're with other people, um, we're all here to have a human experience to guide our way back home to source. And we're all learning our lessons as to why we came here so we can really embody them and return back to source or to feel whole inside or to feel rejoice and joy or whatever the case may be. And it is important that as you, the practitioner, the seeker, the student, the devotee, to clear the logs out of your own eyes so you can see the truth in others. Because your truth is their truth too. And when they're not living in their truth, is not an opportunity for us to point out that they're a negative person. It is an opportunity for us to bless them and love them from an arm's distance sometimes and keep it moving. And that is all. The second energy that lives in all humans is positive energy. And um, I think we already expressed that a lot. <laughs> um, every person has positive energy because they are born from positive energy. And, um, you know, I just, like I said, I just don't believe a person can have negative energy. Because if you look at law of attraction, um, opposites or what's the thing? Uh, like attracts like, right? Like attracts like. And you will attract those people that are in residence with you and they have good energy and you will attract those people to you that have good energy, but they're just um, growing through some things. And like I said, God can't make a positive person and like make them be bad at the same time too. But anyway, so yeah, um, a person has positive energy. We always have positive energy. Now, where does that positive energy come from? That positive energy comes from energetically taking care of ourselves through Reiki, through movement, through journaling, through prayer, through whatever practice that supports your energetic needs. Where you invest your energy, that is going to amplify your energy. And so that is why positive people like yourself are listening to podcasts such as The Healer's Nest 
and listening or um, reading affirmations. It's because they're amplifying their positive energy. They are amplifying their energy. Uh, One thing that just came to mind that I want to make very clear. So when we devote ourselves to a spiritual practice that supports our energetic needs, whether that's through dance, through mantra, through yoga, through Reiki, what you're doing, you're clearing your energy. Does that make sense? You are clearing and rebalancing and resetting your energy. It's like taking a shower, okay? You take a shower like at least once every other day or every day, you know, right? That's what these practices do, does. Uh, That's what Reiki does. It clears your energy. So when you're clearing your energy and you get angry, um, you don't have a miss clouded perception of that energy because you cleared it you cleansed it you studied it you removed it not really removed it but like reanalyzed it so that's the purpose of those practices then where you spend your energy when you get done clearing it it is through you know studies through prayer, journaling, contemplations, having conscious conversations, asking questions, receiving information, um, and you know, doing the things such as affirmations and stuff like that to keep up that momentum of positive energy. The next energy that every single person possesses is thoughts. Thoughts 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 what we think the thoughts that our minds create are a form of energy and it is those that we give energy to that create the things and experiences that we have in our lives sometimes our thoughts tell us how we should feel about ourselves which can create an energy to support you or to destroy you And in other times, feelings can tell us what to think, which then sends an energetic message to our hormones and nervous system to assist us or to debilitate us. These are the two powerful ways that thoughts become things, which is a form of energy. I think that's pretty much self-explanatory, right? (laughs) the next energy that every person possesses is what is known as kundalini energy and kundalini energy is a energy that lies dormant within every single body and it is activated when all seven chakras within the body are running and in alignment Kundalini energy is also known as the divine feminine energy within the body, also known as Shakti, which is a divine feminine energy. When you experience Kundalini energy, it is like the highest form of energy that anybody can achieve. And you will begin to experience 
wholeness and oneness with all and with everything, bliss, instant manifestations, clarity. I mean, it's like the ideal partner that you want to spend the rest of your life with. It's all just supposedly rainbows and unicorns. And myself, I have not experienced a full alignment of kundalini energy, but I have experienced um, taste of her. And yes, that one right there is extremely powerful. It is the highest power that you can achieve in the body. It is, to me, oneness on earth with God. Okay? However, comma, a lot of people come into uh, quote-unquote spirituality which to me, spirituality is a study of self. And um, I won't go down that rabbit hole, but spirituality is a study of self. Study of self means learning about yourself and who you are in source and removing and correcting the misunderstandings that block you from source and keeps you separated from everyone else. So people come on this path and the first thing they wanna do is activate this Kundalini energy or they don't have enough awareness and information or the teacher did not inform them that you can accidentally, without intention, unlock your Kundalini energy and it is not all fairy tales and rainbows. It is very uh, traumatic. And I say that from experience. I want to say the first two years of my healing journey, I spent most of my days in bed because I was purging and detoxing all of the stuff that my body was holding on to. So mind you, kundalini energy is activated when all seven chakras are in alignment. So when you step into the healing realm, majority of a person's chakras are out of alignment, unactivated, and they're holding on to a lot of stagnant energy that is dictating their health, that is dictating their thoughts, that is dictating their energy, therefore dictating their life. So we have to take one step at a time and focus on each chakra to get to remove all the things and remove all the energy that no longer serves you. And that takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of tears, pain, um, isolation, depression, anxiety, all of those things, okay? So you have to proceed with caution and most importantly, with intent, with intent. When you begin a sacred practice of your own understanding, and when you start working with chakras, 
you your prayer needs to be help me remove all the energies that no longer serve me teach me and please allow my energy to flow with ease myself included we say things bring it on baby and whoa 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 and that's what i mean by what i said earlier by going at a high frequency kundalini energy is a very high frequency and we and that's where we're trying to get to and when we finally get to it our bodies don't know how to adapt because we haven't been using it for so daggum long and then it just tricks us into thinking that spirituality or you know this is this devil's work this is horrible I'm depressed and you know we quit you know what I'm saying um, the last two years while I've been healing um, uh, PMDD I went through another year like looking back at it now I went through another year a uh, year and a half of deep immense energetic clearing and I was in bed 99.9% .9 of the time it is because my body has or was detoxing and healing and rebalancing and coming back into alignment and I am able if I want to stimulate that kundalini energy to stimulate that divine feminine energy and allow her to come up and flourish and come out and heal the world you know what I'm saying but it is too much energy man I get like my tongue starts activating like everything starts activating and that's okay because I have the rest of my lifetime while I'm here on this earth to learn how to embody that and get closer to that and so far so good but as your teacher um, as your friend you know, let's really drop the idea of trying to get somewhere. Let's practice being. Because when you practice being, you become more. And we're all trying to do all these things and all this stuff. And none of us know what the hell we're doing. And we can really mess ourselves up. I went into a brief psychosis, very brief, mild psychosis. I was very, very fortunate. Some people are not. And I don't say these things to scare you because there's nothing to be scared of. It's just, you know, Kundalini energy is like driving a Ferrari, a Lamborghini. I know if I, I press that, that gas pedal on that Lamborghini, I'm probably going to end up in a car wreck. Because I don't know how to drive this daggum thing. You know what I'm saying? A Tesla. I wanted to get a Tesla. That's on my dream board. And I just recently learned that the car operates completely different than other cars. And so I'm going to have to learn how to drive a car again. You know? So, yes. Kundalini energy. It's great. Um, I will say that. But it's a lot. And you have to be really prepared to face your demons, to be honest with you, to achieve that 
you know, that experience, but don't let that, let's practice being a good human being first. Let's practice being kind to ourselves because that's, to me, that's all Kundalini energy is, is worshiping the God or goddess within you with reverence, without no hesitations. The last energy that every single human being possesses, I don't care what body you are in, everybody has these two energies. It is the masculine and feminine energy, also known as yin and yang. The masculine and feminine energy brings balance within the body. When you have too much masculine energy, uh, please excuse my French, you are a dick. Especially if you are a woman in a workspace that is dominated by men and you have to be a man to be recognized as a woman so you have to like flex and overwork and all that stuff you know what i'm saying or you can have too much feminine energy and when you are in too much feminine energy, you are overly emotional. And overly emotional means you cannot begin to control the emotions that your body is sending you. So we become victims. Too much feminine energy is a victim um, Cinderella um, complex. There's a word for it. A Cinderella. I guess it is a Cinderella complex. Someone please come help me because I just can't help myself. That's too much feminine energy. We have both of these energies in our body to guide us in this lifetime. Masculine energy is all about taking assertive action and honoring your boundaries and not overprotecting, but protecting of what is yours. And the biggest thing that comes up for me with masculine energy is taking action, spirit-driven action. And if you have too much of that, then you overwork yourself and you become burned out, right? And feminine energy and feminine energy, this is something that as a collective that we are really trying to reel back in here. And that is myself included because coming from a prison background, a hood background, fight for your life background. I had too much masculine energy. Now I'm learning how to pull in this feminine energy, which is all about nurturing and allowing and being, I don't want to say sexy because sexy is perceived as this physical, skinny, tall pursuit, but sexy is this creative energy that wants to flow out of me so I can express myself as my highest truth and coming into the kitchen and 
putting my meals together with intention to fuel the body, to fuel the energy, so my manifestations can come about with ease. Feminine energy to me is about the magic of things happening and nurturing the things that are happening. Masculine energy is all about action. Do it. Yes. And you have to have both of those things in unison to be whole. You're going to have to know when you're in your masculine energy and when you're in your feminine energy. And as a woman that embodies both masculine and feminine energy, the best way that I know that I'm where I'm at in those energies is when I keep track of my moon cycle. So when I'm done with my moon cycle, which is your period, so those first two weeks, two and a half weeks, I feel like it is a beautiful unison of masculine and feminine energy. Um, mostly masculine because I'm doing a lot of things. Like right now I'm in my masculine energy. I'm doing this podcast. I'm getting these things done. But at the same time, being a fucking goddess while I'm at it. The last two weeks leading up into my moon cycle, that's when I'm in my feminine energy. And so we have to put away all the to-do lists and we have to really focus on replenishing the energy, um, healing myself, nurturing myself, playing more, exploring more, watching some good shit on Netflix, you know, just really allowing myself to surrender and fall so I can go into the darkness to resurrect and be reborn again as whole, okay? And you may not understand that. That's completely fine. That's completely fine. I've been riding this boat for six years now. I experience and know a lot. And you may be a beginner. And all I got to say is, one, you are exactly where you need to be at. And two, the journey just gets so much better if you embrace the suck and remember who you are. Like it, it is a lot of fun, but don't feel like you're missing out because you're, I mean, I, don't feel like you're missing out because I don't want you to think that you have to work harder or you think, oh, I've been on this journey for six years and I'm nowhere near that. We, they say time doesn't exist, but I believe it does. Um, so it's just not your time. And in order to create time, you just have to be just being in time and experiencing what is in front of you, what is flowing through you, what's being birthed through you, what's being experienced through you. And everything will unfold. You'll wake up one morning and be like, whoa. I don't know what happened, but I think I'm on a different universe. And you are. And you will be. You're already there. You just got to be it. Alrighty then. So I think that's pretty much it. Um, I'm really excited about, you know, the. I'm excited that I listen. Okay, so real talk. 
I am a very esoteric person, meaning I think about life in one million ways. And some of them ideas, they come from books and conversations, but most of them comes from my mind and it comes from my heart. And the reason why I read the books and listen to the talks, it is because it's confirming what is what I already know. And sometimes I'm afraid to share what I know because it is so complicated to explain. (laughs) And two, you know, whoa, this is probably a different concept than from what everybody else is teaching. You know, everybody else is just teaching how to heal yourself with energy. But what type of energy are you healing? You know, because when you start healing yourself, these things will come up for you. And you can either have someone that has walked the path and packaged it in a nice little package for you so you don't have to sit up all night on Google looking for it. Um, So you can just continue the journey. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really proud of myself to be able to eloquently, in my opinion, share this idea like from the gut. I think my Kundalini energy is going, I don't know, but (laughs) um, I'm just really proud of myself at this moment. I'm going to take that time to really celebrate and just put really good vibrations out there in this podcast episode. And I pray that you gotten something from it too. Um, so yes, that is pretty much it. Be sure to follow me on the gram or on TikTok. I love showing up on there for you guys. You guys really are eating up the content with a spoon and I enjoy that. That's the whole intention. Be sure to check out the free Reiki course so you can learn how to heal yourself. And if you want to take your understanding to a deeper, much depther level by me giving you the tools and the safe space for you to explore, really want to encourage you to invest in the Reiki level one attunement. Again, it's all about the lineage and attuning you and you learning about how you operate energetically. And if you want to heal and if you want to manifest in a quickness, um, this is for you. This is for you. If you're looking for something to do and you're just wondering what that next step is for you or you've been doing the same thing and you've been experiencing insanity, which is doing the same thing and not getting any results, check out this course, um, which should be available like middle towards the end of September, October timeframe. I love you so very much. I will speak to you soon. Hopefully I will have a round table of experts and people that uh, will share their medicine journeys because we are doing a medicine um, series also. All right, much love.